All right, ladies. So you are in for a treat this week. What you are about to hear is literally the first time that we ever turned our mics on. We took them out of the boxes and we decided to test them out. And we've been promising this episode for a while, but now we're about to share it with you. Anything (laughs) you guys want to say before we let them hear? I'm just excited. I'm excited because I got a chance to listen to the episode after two years, actually, because it's just been sitting in our Dropbox. Oh my gosh. And uh, for two for two years I listened to it and I was like, girl, this good. Like we we bust out the door. We was like, we're gonna do this. <laughs> Save girl secrets for real. So yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, I think I just it was really let the people know. Oh, go ahead, Lauren. No, I was gonna say I think it was uh I think this episode was pretty special because um it it for me, it gave me confirmation that we had something really, really special. Um, I think bigger than what we ever thought it would be. Um, and just the the organic chemistry that we had when we turned those mics on and the laughter. And even this, I remember that day even setting up mm-hmm. to kind of get everything going. It's just, it's very nostalgic to, to hear it um, and know the stories behind what you all are hearing. Um, and listen, when we say it is raw, it is, this is, this is going to be a raw episode. <laughs> Not your I was literally thinking that. I was literally like, say girl secrets. This is a secret edition that you guys special, special privilege of hearing because like they said, this has been in the vault for a very long time. <laughs> yes. Well, I think we might as well go ahead and let them hear it. Ladies. Um, for your listening pleasure, we have retitled this episode Pawn the Ring slash Mic Check. We hope you love it. What's up, Pool Save Chicks? This is your girl, Charday. This is Denisa. This is Lauren. And Ayana. And you're tuned into Saved Girl Secrets. Hey, girl. I'm really good. All right, so we we gonna jump in. So I I just gotta be super transparent. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I ain't married. Make it plain. The only person married up here is <laughs> You're me. I am. She the only one holding yes. the rock. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. One yes. day, Lord. Something's wrong with you. <laughs> but I mean, I feel like in my lifetime, once I decided I wanted to get married, I tried a couple of different methods. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so one of the ways that I tried, I was like, you know what, God, I'm gonna be super saved. And I'm just going to, you know, abstain from everything, from sex, from mm-hmm. drinking, from clubs. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm going to be super safe. And then I'm going to be married. So because you did all those things, you were supposed to get a ring. I was. And okay. I did. Okay. And I did. Okay. That's the funny part of the story. Mm-hmm. I did get a ring. But then, it, was it once or twice? Or three times. We not going there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. I, I didn't know how she much of a secret we were Wait a minute. How much of a secret we going into? You know, I didn't know. My bad, my bad. You're right. We mean this this we being transparent. I know, I know we know some secrets off camera, y'all. Sorry. Okay, so I had I'm gonna be honest. It's a couple rings. Oh. Um Did you get to keep the rings? Did you keep them? I didn't. I um I actually gave the rings back. I remember so the time I was super saved and I ended up getting engaged. The guy, we broke up. We didn't see each other for a minute. And I remember, like, putting the ring into, like, a book bag and giving it to his sister or something like that. Was there a conversation on the ring being returned? Or is that something you just felt you I, should do? I don't even remember. Like, 
I I think that I didn't want to keep it because in my mind, I felt like, number one, we're not going to be together. I don't need it to remind me of you if we're not going to be together. Right. I was about to say, I wasn't trying to keep it either. I was trying to make a coin. He picked it out for you. He thought about you when he picked it out. Right, exactly. It's mine. And then, I mean, the other ring, it was a guy I was dating. And... We were breaking up. It was a guy I was living with at the time who I let move in with me. Mm-mm. And we were breaking up. And I remember I was trying to put him out of my apartment. I was like, you got to leave. We done. I'm done. And he was like, what am I supposed to do with this ring? Pawn oh. it and get you an apartment. Like, I was like, give it to me. Thank you. <laughs> you wasn't paying rent. When did you buy Pawn it ring? and get you an apartment, boo. I have questions. Did you get back with either of them after you broke up and no. gave them the ring back? Mm-mm. Good. That's good. No yeah. take backs. But all that to say that I feel like as Christian women, sometimes we are taught that, like, if you keep your legs closed, you will get a husband. Absolutely. And the thing about it is I know a lot of 40-year-old virgins who ain't married. And then I know a bunch of chicks that's just in a past life was busting it wide open. Mm-hmm. And then they've been and they are wiped up. So let's talk about it. A yeah. ring is not a trophy. It's not a trophy for keeping your legs closed. Unfortunately, there are a lot of, you know, social media and people out there who make it like a ring is a trophy. So, you know, we got a lot of these Christian women who are, you know, I guess they're being led astray. I'm just going to put it out here. You know, I'm approaching my 30s. So if I get a ring, it's a trophy. All right. I'm I'm like, bling, bling. I'm glad you see it. It's on the finger. Yeah, the thing is, the concept of it being a trophy to you is not a problem. Mm-hmm. But people make it a trophy like they're higher than other people when they get a ring. You know, I've seen women who act like they better than, than everybody on God's green earth. I know somebody right now, like... They was busting it wide open before and eloped, and they were acting like I am the Christian wife. And I was like, "Girl, y'all was busting it wide open, and you went to the courthouse. Let's keep it real. So why are you trying to act like yes, I'm a wife now and acting holier than thou? And you know, two weeks ago before you were married, you were still doing everything you were doing, you know, after. So I think it's a misconception. I think a lot of women really do believe that they deserve a ring. It's a sense of entitlement. I I legitimately thought that. And I think when me and the guy I was engaged to, when we broke up, one of the first things that I said when I was crying in my mama's basement with all my stuff, I had packed because we were moving in together. I thought we were crying in the basement. I was crying in the basement. And it was dark. All the lights was out. (laughs) I did one of them dramatic. dramatic. Was Mary J. Blige, I'm not going to (laughs) cry? No, it wasn't no music. But no, like, I remember that moment. Like, I remember it. Like, it was yesterday. Like, I remember, like, I did everything right. Mm. Like, I was literally yelling at God. Check like, all the boxes. Hold up. I ain't go to the little summer spirit festival and see Erica Badu. Oh, <laughs> not Erica. I've been in church three times a week mm. for eight months straight. Praying and fasting. My Lord. Fasting and praying. Mm. We ain't even out here. I ain't busting wide open. You ain't kiss him? Did you kiss him? We kiss. Okay. I'm not even. All right, cool. I'm going to kiss mine that's, whenever you come. I'm just saying. That's a whole nother podcast. We kiss. Okay. <laughs> Moving right along. Right, how do you feel about kissing, Lauren? I think it's a work of the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for it. <laughs> oh, my God. That <laughs> brings me to another topic. Since we've been transparent, I feel like 
people will be like, oh, no, I'm keeping my legs closed because I'm saving it from my husband. But they be having a lot of other things open. Okay. Yes, mouths. And we were were talking about that. It's like, what's your heart in the reason behind? Because you you kissing could just be like you having sex with somebody because you're really in your mind and your spirit. That's something else. But see, there are a lot of Christians that don't think oral sex is sex. Sex is sex. Sex is sex. They don't think it's real sex. They like, oh, well, you know, it's just my mouth. But tell your husband that when you ain't feeling it. I bet he don't feel the same way. Exactly. I don't know. I'm not married. I don't know how that works. Does that work? Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) I got thrown up so bad. I was just like, oh. I got thrown up. Hold on. Wait a minute. That's a real trick. I don't If you told your husband... We're not having sex tonight, but I can give you oral sex. Would he be mm. like, it's the same thing? It is the same thing. I feel like it's foreplay. I'd agree okay. with that. Yeah. So it's like baby sex. <laughs> baby sex. Yeah. It's, but some it, it, no. <laughs> some of them, it is like not a baby sex. Some of them, baby shark. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get into my sex life or anything but to me that's foreplay it's, it's okay like, y'all when I get married I'm gonna talk about you know you would you want get to like nope. you, you would want to like I mean if you're gonna have oral sex you might as, do, might as well do everything but all I have to say so if you keeping your legs closed but you keeping your mouth open do it count mm. it is sex but some people don't think it is some people say it's not some I people actually, be motorboating like doing it with a I don't have enough chest to ever do anything like that <laughs> What you call it? What's the term? Motorboat. Motorboat. That's what you all. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what it's called? We need a pole. Is that what this is called? I thought motorboat was when you like push your face in. Right. Like, that's the guy pushes face in the boot. I thought this whole see, time. Oh, so you thought that the secrets. other. We, we talked oh, about all the thought, No. You thought that the, the penis stimulation. This whole oh. time. I thought motorboat was oh. lit. No, I heard that's another nah, term for that. I don't know what that term is. Yeah, it's oh. a different term. We're going to have to find out. Y'all we put are. it down in the comments. I know y'all like, ooh. <laughs> I know we were. But we I told y'all about. this was Save Girl Secrets now. Right. All right. I, I, but I know I know we were talking about kissing, but I will say something about kissing. And um, Denisa kind of touched on it a little bit. It's according to how you kiss. Because some kiss, I feel like some kisses is sex, pretty much. Because the way, if you're going in at it, it's going to stimulate something. You know, so it's like you have to be really careful in how you kiss. Because especially if you're telling a guy, oh, I don't want to do this, that, and the third. But your kisses are implementing something or it's signaling something else. I would just say be mindful about exactly how are you kissing someone. If if that's something you say you're going to do in your relationship, cool. I'm all down for it. But just be mindful that it's the signals of your kissing isn't suggesting something else. That you all establish that boundary. Mm-hmm. And you got to do what works for you. You know yeah. what I mean? Just because one person sets a standard and says, this is what I'm not going to do. You got to be Holy Spirit living in your relationship. Because what works for me and mine might not work for you and yours. But right. I'm going to keep it moving. But you do know? y'all think there is anybody that can sit there and just be like, like they call it heavy petting and be like, oh, I'm fine. Like, not at all. Like, tonguing each other down. I don't think you could be like, oh, I'm fine. But I think you can kiss somebody and be like, okay, this is going too far. Let's stop. Okay, yeah. Take a moment. Let's breathe. Mm -hmm. You know? And it not go anywhere because I've been there. But, I mean, at some point, it does lead to something. Especially if both people aren't on the same page. Right. Right. 
So. That's why I feel like, I feel like, and this is going to sound so deep, but I feel like you just kind of need to set up that boundary when you're in a relationship. Kind of like mm-hmm. what we do with church hugs. Y'all know what a church hug is. It's two mm-hmm. to three pecks on the back, and then we keep it moving. <laughs> Same thing maybe with a kiss. Maybe it's two three, two or three pecks, <laughs> and then you keep it moving. Because, like, if you start doing other stuff, it's just going to, certain things is going to happen, and then you're going to be like, how did I end up here? Uh, That's how you know, know. Yeah. I agree. How did this happen? I think everything is about communication, because, you know, like the couples that don't kiss before marriage that's a communication between the both of them the couples that might just peck that's communication and the couples that might add a little tongue in there you know they can handle that so that's double I, communication <laughs> so I, feel like, I feel like it's just it just, it just depends tongue, on right. oh my god wait right I, I <laughs> it depends on i guess everything is communication like you said both parties have to have mutual understanding because you know a girl can say oh i'm just gonna you know we're just kissing is fine but the guy could be thinking oh we're gonna kiss let's do it you know right right. yeah all right so wrapping up our transparent segment so to speak where do you stand in terms of not having sex and that being the path toward you getting married denisa i think um myself being someone who said they were saving themselves for marriage, lost their virginity, <clears throat> was celibate for a few years, had sex again, was celibate, you know, that whole like roller coaster, I think I think it changed my mindset. Instead of me saving myself for my husband, it's more of I want to present my absolute best for our marriage. It's not all about him. It's about me too. Yeah. And with it being about me too, I want us to have like the right foundation. So it ain't about me saving myself from him. You know what I mean? It's not a, I deserve him. So be- I'm going to prove I deserve him by not doing this because mm. that's not what it's about for me. For me, it's about just setting the right foundation and, you know, being ready for whenever he does come. Mm-hmm. What's your story, Lauren? For me, um, I can only share like the position as to where I'm at right now. And right now, I'm on chill mode. Like, and what I mean by that is, you know, I've messed up in the past and I've done some things that I was just like, bruh, okay, why did you do that? But I feel like now I'm in a position where it showed, I'm, first of all, I'm grateful for it because it showed me that I wasn't as connected as I thought I was. Um, and what so, do you mean? so I felt like at that particular time, I felt like I was not felt, I knew I was hearing from God like, like you and I talking on this podcast. It was just that clear. And um, I was just like, truly, if I'm hearing from God (laughs) in the manner of that I am, um, I am not going to make mistakes. And I did. And it was just like, yo. But I realized now in this point in my life, it it really wasn't about that. I feel like in your walk with God, it's like a, it's a day-to-day thing, you know? And so right now, I know for me personally, I can only speak for me personally, and I'm not trying to, you know, encourage other women out here to do that. But uh, for me right now, I'm just, I'm really, really focusing on me. And then I'm really, really focusing on God at the same time. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I'm not making, I'm really at this point, I'm not making no move until I hear from God. And if God ain't talking, then I'm sorry, boo. This ain't going to be is I'm just going to have to keep it pushing Mm -hmm. because I know for me personally, I needed it was a lot of maturity that I had to uh, develop. Mm 
And I thought that I knew certain things and I thought that I was mature in certain areas, but my actions depicted otherwise, you know? And I feel like a lot of times uh, in developing maturity, it just takes quietness and listening, you know, because when you're quiet and you're listening, a lot of times that's when the Lord can really speak. Because if you got everything in your head, you know, if you're constantly distracted by this or you got a man and he is fine and, you know, he's showing. my man is fine. All right. <laughs> just kidding. Oh. <laughs> That's a blessing. I think my man. Be <laughs> no, I don't think. I That's think a blessing. That's a blessing. I mean, I, I would hope he would be fine. Yeah, too. yeah. That's what I'm saying. I think yeah. my man. I, I think, think my man will be fine. Yeah. As soon as I meet him, because I, so that that's my sign. Because I have not experienced any fine men lately, so I know that. Come that's on, fine. Atlanta. Come on, Atlanta. <laughs> you know what? All right. But I just feel like for me, I just I I needed to do a lot of maturity. Uh, I'm sorry, develop a lot of maturity, <clears throat> and that's just where I'm at right now. I'm in I'm in a quiet zone. I'm chilling. If I, I tell people this is my story, I'm like, yo, if I want to go out, I go out. If I don't, I stay home. Mm-hmm. You know. So what about you, Shardé? Like, where where do you stand? <clears throat> I think um, I've been on both sides of the fence, just being honest. I think I've been in the space where it was like, if I keep my legs closed long enough, then I'll get married. And I got halfway there and then realized that God is not a God who rewards what you do. Like, he rewards mm-hmm. who you are. And right. it's kind of like, <clears throat> God is like, I love you because I love you, not because you do good. And I give you what I give you because you have been prepared and you're ready for it, not because you try to play with me to get it type of a thing. Like, that's manipulation. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been on that end of the fence. And then I've also been on the end of the fence where it's like, well, I'm going to just do what I want to do because, you know, if it don't matter one way or the other, then I might as well do it. And I think... You know, to your point, I've gotten to a space where it's kind of like I'm at the space where I do it now for myself. Right. Mm -hmm. And I mean, we can dig deeper into it, but it's kind of like I realized that for me, similar to you, it's kind of like I don't hear from God the same when I am doing certain things. Like I just it's just the communication is not the same. So But what about you, Ayana? Because you were a virgin when you got married. Yes, Which is I dope, was. by the way. I was, I was. Um, for <laughs> me, it wasn't about it wasn't about the other person. It wasn't about Sylvester. It was about me. Um, and that was even before I had a full understanding of grace, you know. I I just I I think I did grow up like before my parents even understood grace, it was very religious. Of course. <laughs> you know, but I still, I don't know, I feel like I had this grace blocker without even knowing it. You know, like, I heard them and I listened to them, but it wasn't, it wasn't about the fear of, oh, I'm going to go to hell if I have sex before marriage. It wasn't about that. It was more about me having an understanding of who I am. And, like, in a way, I felt like, I was like, I'm not just going to give myself to anybody. You know, and I, I don't know, I just, it was just, nobody was (laughs) worth it. Like, you know, how now. you feel like, you know, sometimes you feel like, oh, you know, I got my high school boyfriend and blah, blah, blah. Nobody was worth it. Like, nobody was worth me having sex before I got married. I was like, Mm-mm, I'm not, I just, I don't know, I just, because I can't say that, like, before I, like, especially in high school, I was not super saved. Like, I told y'all before, it was two different lives at church and right. then at school. And then, like, when I... 
I finally got to a better understanding and developed a relationship with God for myself when I got out of high school. And that was my journey to finding out who I was and my purpose and all that type of stuff. So I feel like that helped me in because I was in that space of trying to figure out who I was. Like anybody that I may have dated or talked to or whatever, I was just like, I mean, we cool. But, you know, I'm not the only way you gonna we we gotta be married because and i don't i really don't see myself marrying you so (laughs) (laughs) like sorry like so sylvester like when i we started dating i knew like i knew i was like this guy is different like i knew but i i also you know it was like okay i'm I've come this far, might as well wait, you know, like I've come this far and then we were, you know, we met each other at church and all of that. So I was like, I know I'm getting married to you, so we're going to be good. You know, it wasn't, it, it would definitely wasn't about, oh, I'm going to, you know, at the light at the end of the tunnel, God is going to, you know, it, it wasn't. Mm-mm. I think to your point, Ayana, it takes uh two special people to Mm kind of come to the agreement to say, hey, this is the walk that we're going to do together. Very true. Because it's tough for one party to be like, I'm I'm focused on just this. Mm -hmm. And um, the other partner is not because then now you start to butt heads. And see, he respected that because I'm, you know, him growing up in church as well. He he wanted to wait, Mm -hmm. but, you know. Things happen, and I think he lost his virginity he at slipped, eight. slipped, you know. He's, yeah, <laughs> things happen, and he lost his virginity at 18 because he said he didn't want God, Jesus to come back and him be a virgin. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> wrong. I think you're in that That's how I feel about marriage. Okay. That's so, let me experience that marriage ministry yeah. before you come back down here. Yes. I got things to do. Yeah, so, you know. And, and a person. Okay. So, he had yeah. that, you know, he understood and respected my decision. And like I said, when we met, we met at church. So, you know, it was like, okay, we we know God's word. We know the understanding. We know, you know, I guess preserving ourselves or however you want to call it. Just, you know, just honoring yourself, honoring your body, honoring your temple. So it was like, we're going to wait, you know. Yeah. So that's how it was. Shout out to both of y'all. Yes. Put the cues bomb. What is that? Cues bomb? Um, drop a... Uh, drop a... Drop a... Drop a bomb. Drop a... DJ Clue. Oh, my yeah. gosh. All right. Well, to that point, we're going to come back with an actual word. Yeah. But we're going to throw it to our sponsors. Check this out. This is Save Girls Cigarettes. <laughs> Brought to you locally by FeedHer.com. Where you can get your everyday pamphlets. There you go. That's the website now. www.feedher.co. And we're back. And we're back. Thank you for checking out Save Girl Secrets. So we're back with a word. And today's word is going to come from Ayana. The word? Oh, Lord. We don't have a word. I got a word. You got a word. Go ahead. Jesus is a rock. (laughs) (laughs) Like, fill up the scripture. Pull it up right right now. That's going to be the scripture. That's going to be the Jesus. We got to put it in context. Hold on. We got to put it in context. Let's use that one. Y'all know we do the context thing. Jesus is a rock. Jesus is a rock. I like the fact that it's literally comedic relief, but it's also (laughs) really the word. A rock. Okay, so it's, he up here rocking a lot of verses. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> That's what happened when you Let Google. Look the one that says rock. Jesus is the cornerstone. That's the, oh my god! The cornerstone. 
Meaning that if that one ain't right, it don't matter what else come after it. How y'all spell corner instead? I'm just kidding. Oh my gosh. We still recording, huh? Yes, we are still y'all recording. Y'all gonna send me this so I can listen to it? Yes, I'm gonna send okay, it. Okay, okay. I'm gonna listen to it now. Y'all know y'all meeting starting in a minute. I know. And I, it's a phone call. We'll be all right. Yeah. Okay. I thought y'all was leaving at 8.30. We are supposed to be. Praise God. <laughs> got to leave. Thank God. Thank you, Jesus. Can I have my phone? Because I want to look up it's, the word. Um, I really cannot find these. It's, it's a cornerstone. Okay, so I got a word. Go I got ahead. one What's of my favorite Come on, scriptures Ayana. is Matthew 6.33. And I feel like this applies to word, everybody's so. life. In every area and everything. Matthew 6.33 says, But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Therefore, take no thought for tomorrow, for tomorrow shall take thought for the things of itself, sufficient unto the day of the evil thereof. So my thing with that, especially, you know, pertaining to a ring is not a trophy. I just feel like just take no thought. Like, stop putting an emphasis on getting married stop putting the emphasis on meeting someone stop just stop take no thought just live your your life day by day process by process live your life to the fullest i always tell single women enjoy your singleness she take that, yeah. no thought so that's that's my word take no thought that's all i, I got I, I agree with that that was dope i do too and the I think that deals with too, like that topic. What I was saying about maturity. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. you. I think once you start, point. yeah, when you start, you know, becoming just a little bit more mature, you're like, look. Mm-hmm. And I tell, I, I think for me, this ain't. We're not gonna use this, right? Mm-mm. Okay. No, so no, I we, think might, we might use it. Yeah. I think for me, for me personally, we're gonna listen to it. I mean, we we could take. And the snap, the snippets were great, so we yeah. could still use this as yeah. promo. We could, could be bloopers, snippets, even though they're not really bloopers. Blooper, blooper. What were you about to say, though? No, I feel like for me, um, I had to come to the realization that I will never be single once I'm married. Like, I'll never mm-hmm. have this, right. this freedom to, yes. to get up and go. As you please. Yeah. And, like, it took me, honestly, it took some dope women in my life for me to realize that. Like, I have a cousin that I completely adore. We call ourselves sister cousins. Um, her name, coincidentally, is Lauren as well. And she's, you know, newlywed. I still consider her newlywed. They've been married by three years, and they just had their baby. Um, and I see all that she does for her child. And even with you, Ayana, I mean, you're operating in ministry, and I see what all you do for your child. And it's like, Lord, I ain't trying to do that right now. You know? And it's not that I'm being selfish. It's not that I'm being selfish. I just realize that I'm in a precious place right now where I can just you know, do whatever it is that I please and I have that liberation to do so. I think to speak on what you just said, it's not you being selfish. I love that. I have the option to be selfish. If I want to be selfish with my time, guess what? I'm not obligated to anybody other than myself right now. I have that option of being selfish. And I think sometimes we take for granted that we can be selfish. Right. You know what I mean? From a biblical standpoint, not it being something that's, oh, I'm self-righteous or it's all about me, but you have... The freedom of saying no, mm-hmm. you know, and really, truly just pouring into yourself before you are obligated because mm-hmm. marriage is an obligation. You know what I mean? You're right. obligated to that, to carry that thing out. So. So how do you how do you be selfish, Denisa? How do I be selfish? I'm selfish with putting myself first. I'm learning to do that. Because for so many years, I was that friend and I was that person that everybody else went to 
and subconsciously, you know, you start to pour from an empty well, and that's toxic. Mm. And eventually, you're draining. You're trying to give out everything that you can, and then you look back, and there was a point where I was bitter. Like, how y'all not checking for me when I check for you? Mm-hmm. But I put myself in that position while not communicating, not putting myself first, not making sure mm-hmm. I was taken care of so I could be the person to continue to take care of everybody else. Right. So for me, uh, being selfish is just honoring myself and realizing when I honor me, I really can, you know, be there for everybody else that I'm called to and everybody that's called to me. You know, I think it makes me think about a conversation I was having with Miss Day and um, I was share- I was sharing with her. I said a lot of times I feel like us as women, we're just so organic in our actions that a lot of times we don't know that we're blessing other people just by being organic. Mm-hmm. You know, like you were saying, you were being selfish and you're now concentrating on you. And it's like, girl, I see that, but I appreciate it. You know, because it's like that encourages someone like me as well who's like constantly just giving and giving and giving and that's what I was sharing with Day. I was like, Day girl, you be you be running it everywhere, you know? Right, she does. And I was just like, you know, you don't realize that it blesses people, but it actually blesses people without you even saying a word. And I just think that's just how dope God is. Like mm-hmm. he'll just use the the organic actions that we take to, mm-hmm. you know, bless people. All right. Thank you All for tuning right. in too. Thank you, ladies. Save, save girl, girl secrets. secrets. Yes, yes, save yes, yes. See you guys next time in our next podcast. Bye.